All right, here we go. It is time for our weekend review here on the Rich Keefe Show. Haven't done this in a while, but uh, here we are. This will be a, a Friday staple going forward where we take a look back at uh, some of the best moments, perhaps some of the worst, of the week. And let's start with our guy, Stiz, who went out there and uh, got some good audio this week from Bill Burr at Comics Come Home talking about Bill Belichick, one of the few people we've heard from, like, passionately defending Bill Belichick, while also getting a couple of jabs in at Stiz. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of par for the course, but uh, here's Stiz with Bill Burr. And then I just want to end it with a sports question because I work for WEI. Patriots not doing great right now. A lot of people yeah, calling. You guys, relax. So a lot of people calling for Bill's job. Oh, are they? First of all, that is such cowardly journalism. You say a lot of people who. I answer the phones. Well, I guess you could say maybe it's the vocal minority, but I'm telling you, every day people are. Moron that calls in a sports talk radio. Hey, he has eight rings. He has one more than Brady. That's right. He shut down John Elway. I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking about this. The run and gun, greatest show on turf. One three with a sixth round draft pick, and then everybody then was calling Brady a systems quarterback, and then they went three more, and all of a sudden Brady knows everything. Belichick doesn't know anything, right? And everybody forgets the Eagles' victory. That's right. And everybody says that Pete Carroll screwed up, rather than that was an unbelievable coaching job by Bill Belichick and his crew to have that defense ready for that play that whole year. All it was was either an incomplete pass or a touchdown until they played us. Mac Jones, just end it with that. Mac Jones, where you at with Mac Jones? I think he's better looking than you. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you. All right, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. So this was our response to Bill. This was the night that uh, Fitzy was in, and uh, here was our response. All right. So So there you go. Let me start by saying great job, Stiz, catching up with Bill Burr. I'm a huge fan of Bill Burr. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the strongest defense. Basically Mm -hmm. saying that Bill Belichick used to be good. And that Mac Jones is more handsome than Stiz. Rest on your laurels, Bill. Says. That's all he had. And he also screwed up some details there, but that's fine. He's a he's a comic. He's not a sports it the, guy. It was the Seahawks win, of course. Seahawks the, win. Uh, if we're talk about an Eagles Super Bowl, we I could don't mention the one where they won with a right. wagon of a team in 04. Or we could talk about the one where he and Matt Patricia found a way to lose to Nick Foles. <laughs> no, didn't mention that one. Nick I don't Foles think he stopped Elway either. Yards. I, I think he meant Jim Kelly. He's yep. given him the D coordinator rings, which is fine. But I don't think he'd mention that game plan in the Hall of Fame. The last positive thing he referenced there, I think, was a decade ago. Right? The Seahawks Super Bowl was almost, I mean, not a decade ago, but actually, yeah. It was eight and a half years ago. Yeah. We're sneaking up on a decade. And then Mac Jones, I mean, if the best thing about Mac Jones is he's more attractive than Stiz, that's, I mean. Which I'm going to argue. I would, too, Come argue on. that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. One. One of. One of. What between Mac Jones and Stiz, one looks like a lima bean that needs a shave. The other is Mac Jones. <laughs> All right. I mean, if Mac Jones wasn't uh, a professional athlete, though, you just saw the guy walking down the street. I don't think you'd. You know. I'd be, I'd be like be oh, overly man, impressed. That guy, that guy. That guy looks like the the d bag in Glee Club. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, he's the quarterback yeah. of the New England Patriots. Yeah, I don't know. So I just there's not a lot of people defending Bill Belichick right now. So I thought it would be good to give proper airtime to this uh, you know political age right now. We got to kind of hear from both sides. Equal time, but Equal that's not the best. Not the best. Hey, he had a good game plan that one time ago back in 03. He stopped the greatest show on turf 22 years ago. All right, then I'm going to have to ask <laughs> the Bill Burrs and the other in Bill we trusts of the world. Yeah, because we are all Bill Belichick fans. 
but we certainly believe that hard times have fallen upon the Empire. All right, back here live. Now, uh, now I, I, think I, I misspoke. He did. He was the defensive coordinator in the, in the first Giants Super Bowl win. That was against Elway. That was almost 40 years ago where that happened. I think famously they beat the K-Gun offense, and everybody made a big deal out of that one when they beat the Bills. But, yeah, I still kind of feel the same way. But apparently, and we put this out on Twitter earlier, at Rich Keefe Show, we, we don't normally do a, a Twitter poll, but I felt a strong need to do one today. Who do you want to be the head coach of the Patriots in 2024? Your options are Bill Belichick, Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, or other. And leading the way at 32.6% is Bill Belichick. How maybe, about that? Is he vocal minority? Maybe Bill Burr knows what he's uh, talking about in that in that sense. Uh, well, the team isn't great. That's pretty well uh, documented at this point. So that led us down another discussion earlier this week. A few more of these bottom-out years, and it turns into the early 90s Patriots, you're going to say, once we go in there, the fun stops. So we need to bring the fun now. We need to get blitzed. We need to sm- maybe not do tables. Tables are already taken. What but should we do? Should we do a poll? What should if if the Patriots continue down this path? <laughs> what what should the... we smash at the Foxborough tailgates? It's true. Yeah, you have to smash something. I would imagine mm-hmm. you have to come up with something to smash. Uh, you are a thousand percent re- correct. It's a bad Rich. team thing. I have always believed the flavor is on the bottom, like good soups, mussels, <laughs> like all the things you want to dip bread in. Yeah, and also the NFL. Like when you stink, when you're the Cleveland Browns, oh yeah, you are undefeated you until get, twelve fifty nine p.m. You get to wear a dog mask to the game. Oh yeah, park it up. Yeah. I the only, t- I they do they do things out there in Cleveland. Oh man, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I've walked into some vehicles out there where there were things happening. <laughs> I smelled things. I tasted things. I saw things. Things uh, touched yeah. me. Uh huh. Oh, I miss those days. Not good. It's a wild, it's a wild ride. Now, last night, speaking of animals, last night, big matchup, uh, Bears-Panthers on Thursday Night Football. Now, we kind of anticipated it being not a great game, but from that, I think sort of we we had a even a more important question kind of got popped up. Let me ask you a follow-up question. Who would win an actual fight between a bear and a panther? A bear all day. How many panthers would it take to defeat a bear? At least, and I mean at least, three. Three Panthers could defeat one bear? That sounds about right. Because you need two to kind of really distract the bear, and then that other one can get him from behind. Yeah, one of them's probably going to take a lot of damage. Yeah. You're going to have to sacrifice one of the Panthers, and then the other two can maybe... The Panthers are strong. That's a big wild cat. And also, I mean, brown, I'm thinking brown bear in my head. I mean, a black bear, I think you only really need two panthers. Yeah, black bear is definitely not as... Black uh, bear is like, like, a, yeah, it's I, like a Newfoundland. I, I maybe be able to. You yeah. could wrestle a black bear. Yeah, like a baby one? Uh, Yeah, a cub? Yeah, like a cub. You think you could wrestle a cub? I'm not saying I'd win, but no. I could wrestle it. I think they're pretty strong, put too. Put up a fight for a little while. Mm, they got big jaws still, though. Big old claws on them. But panthers also have claws and big teeth. I think you're kind of disrespecting the Panther a little bit, being honest. But that's not what's on uh, on uh, the radio tonight. It's going to be the football Bears versus the football Panthers. And uh, may the best team win. <laughs> and it was the Bears. Oh, that's so great. Update to that. It was the Bears. They were the best team last night. I think I would have taken the animals, though. I would have watched that. Yeah, and on, I'm, like, I'm very Amazon pro-animal, Prime. but like if you got a chance to see that, you're like, oh, God, like stop you in your tracks. You have real bears versus real panthers yeah, on the field. Yeah, n- neither one of them dies. No. Just one of them says, you know what? 
I, I submit. Yes. One you, of them taps out. Yeah, yeah, one of them taps out. 16-13 was the uh, final score of that one. Yeah, you called that under. Yeah, the under. The under was like 38. They didn't really get all that close, I suppose. Uh, one of the other questions uh, this week was from... Uh, from Andy Hart, who had mentioned this before, and then he was really upset because somebody takes snaked him, and it was about Bill Belichick. Bill has always said he does what's in the best interest of the, of the football team. The only way to salvage his final legacy is to say, I've said for 20 years I did what's in the best interest of the football team. I'm not going to change now. Oh, yeah, you definitely The best interest of the football yeah, team is for me to step down. It's not resonating anymore in the locker room. Yeah. Gerard Mayo is more capable of leading this team moving forward. Do you think there's any shot in there? Hot Hades. No, nope. that Bill would do that. Zero chance. I think his less like so. Not his even humility like, is uh, the same as it's always been. I feel like I don't think it's changed. I think it, that would need to sort of soften, like because now he's still giving you. Oh, we need to coach it better, and I'm preparing for the Colts. We need to prepare better. Yeah. Like if he starts to get into like even like a hint of something specific that he didn't do right, or something specific that somebody else might do better. So I'm a firm believer that nothing is produced by NFL films that Bill doesn't want produced by NFL films. Yeah. And we all point back to, I just can't get this team to do what I want it to do. Oh, nine. Oh, nine. Yep. We are now 14 years later. Yeah. Well, he had some good years after that. No, I know. (laughs) But what if that guy, that moment of truth, that, because you're right, just got to coach it better. What if he says, I can't, like he did with that team? I can't get through to this I'd, team. I'd get emotional. I'd be like, Caleb Williams. Do you think he'd quit? I don't think oh, he's... Oh, quit's the wrong word. No, 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 resign. So I don't re- want to say quit. Resign's a fancy word for quit. Yeah, so I don't I, think I, that's I, in him. No, I, stop saying quit. <laughs> I didn't is. mean to say quit. It, no, I know you didn't. And, and you Because I don't think he's a quitter. It's, it's, neither do I. But are you quitting? Because a lot of times we've questioned things that he's done, whether they truly were in the best interest of the football team. That, that would be... Would this be in the best interest of the football team if Bill Belichick said, Robert... I respect you too much to continue to coach this team. See, honestly, I don't think it necessarily would be. My still bigger issue is how he drafts players, trades for players, evaluates well, all players. that'll change too. No, I know, and like I don't. But want you're him saving to tra- face. You went out. You knew it was like Tom Brady said. I'll leave when I suck. Bill's like Brady's so right. I what's, suck. Time wh- for me to leave. What's worse? Even though we we firmly believe like his legacy is pretty much stamped already. Like he's good to go. All the Super Bowls, whether it's six or eight, depending on what you want to say, he's fine. Sucks. But ten years from now, when you look back on it and you're like, yeah, then it kind of went south when Brady left, and then Bill went five and twelve his last year. Is that worse? Or yeah, then Bill quit his last year. Resigned in the best interest of the football team. So that's what the pro Bill people and you, said. And the people there's a lot of Bill, them out there that'll keep saying it. They'll say, you don't quit. think Mike Lombardi will beat us over the head with it? Uh, Bill's the greatest coach ever. No that's what a that. true leader does. Yeah. He knows when to walk away. So, so right, Stiz? I feel like his legend would be like, I mean, it is now. but like, yeah, Solidified. Like, he, people he, would, he, like, no, yeah. He did the unthinkable. He gave up his position. He gave up the one thing he loved. Truly, in all this world. Remember when he sabotaged the team for four straight years and they had the worst talent in the NFL and they were two and seven and then they lost to the Colts and then he he stayed in Germany? Yeah, okay. I don't think so. Now he knows he lost his fastball. He's got nine. Man's got to know his limitations. You got to know when to walk away. You got to know when to run. Let's sort of update to that story is uh, Bill Belichick was in a great mood today. He was in an excellent mood today. All smiles. Doesn't sound like a guy who's going to resign, does it? Or maybe yeah. it does. Well, we'll see what happens on Sunday. That's true. There's a, there's a, I mean, they're already, you know, done for, if you will. But two and eight with a week off to think about it. 
That's rough. That is that is rough, especially against another winnable team. Like this was the soft spot in the schedule, or so we thought. And uh, Washington was one of those games, and uh, we know how that one went. I just don't know how you don't think if they get Molly walked on Sunday, and then he comes out at a press conference and says, "You know what? I've always wanted to do what's best for the football team." And yeah. so at this point, I'm going to step down because I feel there's just too much noise and someone else. I, I don't know how you don't think that people would be like, oh, my God, he's so selfless. What a guy. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like then, but then you're staring at a two and eight record and then you're like, well, you're the reason we're in this mess. Yeah, the way you said that, too, that he sabotaged. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like, sounds convincing. Too. Like, yeah, you have like all these, this, the roster stinks and then that's that's why. Uh, this is... Maybe at first, in all the years that I've done Weekend Review on whatever shows I've been on, very few times, if ever, have we turned something around from in the in the day's show. Usually it's like the best, really, in reality of Monday through Thursday. This was from earlier tonight, where we got a, a caller, Ed. Ed called in. A classic case of what he tells Stiz off the air and what is written on to the, uh, the call screen. Should I say what he had said? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So he called and said uh, that he had three uh, three suggestions on how the Patriots can win in Germany. Okay. And, yeah, went completely left. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, he had yeah. a different one. Oh, my God. I'm so, he didn't He's, I'm so yeah. sorry. Right. He said he heard from a friend. Yeah, he yeah. heard from a friend. Perfect. That Mac Jones got into a fist fight with Bailey Zappi <laughs> at practice this week and needed to get on to tell you. I was like, all right, let's let's hear from this I guy. Uh, and then he, he went nowhere near there. He didn't bring up either of their names or anything. Again, that didn't happen. Well, I, actually, you know what? I don't know if it didn't happen, but I, I assume that it did not happen. But that's where I thought he was going. Instead, he went in a much different direction. So here was Ed from earlier in the night. Uh, let's go to Ed. He joins us next year on WEI. What's up, Ed? Hey, Big Rich, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, hey, Ed. I think it's a shame that you, I think it's a shame that your former host is bad mouthing you to everybody. How dare who, I think who's that's my, really who's my, sad. Who's my former host? What are you talking about? Your former host there, Big Mush, or whatever his name is there, saying how they finally Big put him Mush. with a professional and Gresh or Mush or whatever oh, you Gresh. call him. Oh, Gresh. Oh, yeah, from the Gretchen Keith days. Saying sure. bad things about Rich. Oh, I didn't man. like it. That's hurts. I'm glad you brought this to my attention, though, Ed. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was shooting his mouth off. Unreal. He won 20 grand. And, 20 grand. And he, he doesn't work with professionals. He's the yeah. only professional there. Last time I checked, hasn't that guy been fired about 20 times? I really couldn't speak to that. Not sure if that's true, but uh, I'll, I'll have to dig in on Him this. Him saying a bit. bad stuff about Rich isn't right. No, I'm with you. Is this what yeah, you called? shouldn't be doing that because you're, you're a good guy. You don't know me, Ed. You don't know me at all. Great call. You don't know me. I could be the worst guy you've ever met. So that was uh, Ed, Big Ed. The key five. Yep. Key five. <laughs> key five. Listen, whoever wants to have my back, I'm all for it. You know, you want to you wanna go around the, uh, the internet, listen to all the shows, see if anybody's talking about me, and report back. All for it. All for it. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of callers, we got into it a little bit. Uh, was this last night or the night before with a caller that had issues with the uh, the Celtics bench? Brandon's in Boston. And he wants to talk about the Celtics. What do you got, Brandon? 
Hey, guys, thanks for taking my phone call. So I'm not surprised that they lost again. I already knew this was going to happen because I talked about Brad Stevens, how he constructed this team. Yes, he put a get- together a good hot start in five, but the bench completely sucks. They got out-rebounded today. Yep. Um, points in the paint, they got crushed. Um, he made some questionable moves with Peyton Pritchard. I don't even know why he gave him that contract. Peyton Pritchard, let me see. Peyton Pritchard played... Yeah, but Brandon, isn't this game way more about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum than it is the bench? Brandon, Brandon, isn't this game way more about Jalen Brown than it is the bench? Like, did the Sixers bench light the world on fire? I don't think so. No, this is is the thing. If my starters are not getting it, at least I can go to um, a role player that Uh, I know can spark. uh, You know, if Jalen Brown's having a tough time, I can go to a player that can fill in for him. Yeah, like Drew Holiday or Chris Porzingis or Derek White. You don't need, it doesn't have to be a bench guy. It it does. You know why? Because if you're having an off night, you have a hot player that's on the bench that can contribute to the team. Not everybody's going to click every night and you need to have a bench. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon! So last year, the Denver Nuggets were the best team in the league. Who was their big bench spark on the Denver Nuggets? I can't even tell. I would have they to didn't have one. No, they didn't, no, don't worry about it. You don't have to. I'll tell you. They didn't have one. They didn't have one. It doesn't. You don't need the guy on the Brad, bench. Brad needs to address that big man no, role. And he has to get some uh, some other players that's unique that can score in multiple ways. I mean, I this think, bench is going to kill us. We're not going far with just a hot starting five. Oh, my God. This, they can win the whole thing with a good starting five. You can win the whole thing with a good starting five. The Denver Nuggets are the blueprint from last year. Yeah, I don't know how many people feel that way. I know we got a lot of texts after that call that uh, did not agree with uh, with Brandon. I just feel like the Celtics are not a perfect team. I think he has more of a point on the on the big man thing and like how they're going to be able to slow down Joel Embiid. I kind of agree with him on that. But as far as the bench, like they need more scoring. It's like Tatum, Brown, Porzingis are all capable of being top fifteen scorers in the league. Not that they will be when they're teammates, but you get my point. Like individually, they all are. Drew Holiday is a solid scorer when he needs to be. Derek White, like I don't, I don't really see that as uh, being a, a huge issue. But bench, like the bench thing, they don't have the big names clearly off the bench. But if their guys are healthy, now no Al Horford tonight, so we'll see how that looks and how much different that's going to be. But man. I like Brandon. He's been trying to convince you of this for a couple weeks now. <laughs> he kind of has, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's going to die on this head. That's true. And lastly, uh, for our weekend review, this was a uh, incredible, for many reasons, back and forth between uh, Joe Missoula and Gary Washburn. So following the most recent loss by the Celtics, here's head coach Joe Missoula. And uh, ask yourself if he has his uh, priorities in order. Offensively, it seemed like you guys settled for a lot of threes <laughs> or almost 50 but yeah. is, is I think you um you I was just finished reading a great article that you wrote in 2016 that the Celtics shot too many threes and they shot 42 and that was seven years ago and we only shot five more tonight and they lost 121 to 114 and you blame the offense but not the defense so like what's your fascination with too much threes for the last seven years well, seven years 2016 it's 2023 I just read it it was a great article Thank you. Yeah. But it was like, are the Celtics settling for too many threes? You said that seven years ago. You're ahead of the curve. I am ahead of the curve. I don't think it was the third quarter, Gary. I thought it was the second quarter when we gave up the offensive rebounds in the transition. We had some sloppy play. And you go back and watch close games. They're never really lost in the fourth quarter. Sometimes they are. 
But you look at that run in the second quarter where we gave up like three or four straight offensive rebounds and then we didn't get matched and gave up a three. I think it was lost there. Um, but, you know, it's perspective. I thought actually this was one of our better played games from an execution and a mindset standpoint. It was a great article, though, Gary. You're welcome. What an odd guy. Like, he is so strange. I think we call him Maniac Missoula. We got to come up with some sort of nickname for him. Like, he's a maniac. He's a maniac is what this guy is. Psycho killer. He's nuts. The way he chews his gum, like the look in his eyes, and now he's reading articles from seven years ago, and he's he's waiting to play gotcha to Gary Washburn. I feel like he might have a little bit of a Napoleon complex. Could be, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he's not the tallest guy. He's not. Kind of small. Yeah, he's, he's lashing out now, and he's picking fights in the media. It's like, all right, if this is how you want to spend your time, we'll see. But anyway, that's uh, our week in review here on the Rich Keefe Show.